Hey, uh, yeah, I wanted to write, but, uh, you know, when I was getting ready to sit down to write, there was this thing, there was a YouTube video, and there was a couple of uh, emails and things I needed to look at, and then, you know, it was like three, and like three, I like to sit on the porch for a little while, and, you know, then it was like dinner time, and, you know, and then like, you know, I watch my shows, because i got to keep up on those, and then all of a sudden, like, you know, I, you know, I just, uh, I went to bed, right? I mean, you know, like, you got to have your priorities, man. <laughs> Why is it so hard to set our priorities, you know, as writers or as, as people? Why is it so hard to sit down and set priorities? Why is that? Like, when you're a writer, it seems like the priority listing is pretty easy. Right? I am a writer. So priority number one probably ought to be writing or editing something. Priority two... Shipping things to be published, putting them out there. You know, priority three, living a life so that I have material to write about, maybe reading some things. You know, like there's there's the priority list for a writer seems pretty short and pretty direct. But we all, and I mean we, all get caught up in this extra stuff. Right? We all think about Oh, what are my medium stats today? Oh, how's my social media presence? Oh, have I developed my brand? Like, we all get caught up in all of this shit that's not writing. And I know, look, if you've if you've dealt with, you know, Stephen Pressfield's The War of Art, he calls this resistance, and I get it. There's a million different ways to reference it. But I want to dig into this one particular part of what Pressfield kind of generically labels as resistance. Why is it so damn hard to set our priorities? It should be easy, you know? And setting some priorities is, right? Like, paying the electric bill is a pretty easy priority for a lot of people. Not everybody, but for a lot of people to have up there. That doesn't mean you always succeed at paying the electric bill. It just means that you know it needs to get paid and it weighs on you. Like, think about it for a minute, right? Paying the electric bill, eating is a big priority. Breathing is a big priority, but they're easy, they're so important, they're automated. Right? You get hungry, you go eat, because you can't just sit there and be hungry. Some people are, and it sucks. But if you have the means to go buy a sandwich, you go buy a fucking sandwich because you're hungry. But for a lot of us, setting priorities, deciding I need to go to the doctor, or I need to write things, or I need to, you know, work on this business plan, or I need to get a job, like all this stuff, it gets clouded. It gets changed. So instead of saying, I need to write something, since this is about writing, we'll stick to the writing part of this for examples. But instead of saying, I need to be writing, instead of waking up in the morning and giving ourselves a minute for our minds to like adjust and get on or go outside for a walk or read the page of something or look at a piece of art or just quietly listen to some low music in some room somewhere or journal or all of the above, whatever it is that gets your mind going, instead of doing that shit, 
we log into our online writing profiles, and I'm as guilty of it as anybody, and we look at our stats. We gotta see that stat. I gotta know what my audience thinks. Fortunately for you, that's what medium and online writing platforms want you to do. They gamified it. They gave you the stats for a reason. Right? They gave you the statistics so you could read the stats and go, oh, yeah. Okay, good. Okay, do more of that. Right? That's what they did. I don't blame them. Look, that's the game. That's the business. They didn't do it. They didn't do anything that someone else hasn't already been doing. Let's just own it. Let's be honest, right? There's nothing that they've been doing that hasn't already been happening in businesses for a while. They haven't. But we as writers fall prey to it and start going, oh, I need to check my metrics. Got to check them stats. Maybe I'll go on Twitter for a minute, see what's happening. Check out social media, maybe. Oh, look, there's an article on how to make it as a writer. Think I should read that. Oh, there's a new... What podcasts are good for writers? I should check into all those and make those my number one priority. Because when I know how to succeed, then I can succeed. This is the definition of the old cliche, putting the cart before the horse. Right? Building your personal brand as a writer before you've even written shit to submit is the definition of putting the cart before the horse. Look, if you've listened to me long enough, you know I don't particularly love the concept of personal branding anyway. I don't. I think personal brand is a thing for some people and for some business types, but I think every human being on the fucking planet deciding we're all a brand and a billboard is a problem. I think it's a problem for humanity. That's a topic for another episode, but if you've heard me, you know that's my take. Right? You need to be out there writing and doing things that help you write. That seems simple, so why don't we? With such an easy, simple priority, why don't we do it? With priorities in our normal lives, why don't we do them? If we say, oh, I want to spend more time with my loved ones, why don't we then? Why do we allow ourselves to be pulled away this way and that way and the other way all the time? And I've racked my brain about this. And and part of the reason that I'm thinking on this is because uh, this past weekend, you know, I had some work that had to get done. Me and a friend left town to get this work done, right? We left Charleston because it needed to get done. We needed to do it at an accelerated rate. And Charleston just had too much shit that got in the way. So we took ourselves into a place where there was none of that. And a lot of work got done. It was great. But that led me to thinking as I came home yesterday and was unpacking, I'm recording this on a Monday morning. I came home and I was unpacking, I was thinking about it, and I was like, man, why can't everything in life be that way? Why can't, why is it so hard to just set priorities? Why do I have to leave the city to get shit done? And I came up with a simple answer. And maybe it's just for me, maybe it's for you, but I think it's worth worth thinking about. You know why, why something as simple as setting priorities is so hard? Fear. Yeah, think about it. It's fear, right? It's fear. So many things, so many reactions we're taught to have are made out of fear. Right? Oh, well, I should check my media metrics. Why? Well, I might miss something. Do you have to check them first thing in the morning? We get impulsed to check them first thing in the morning, but you need to check them first thing in the morning? Do you need to check them before you write a word? Right? Do you need to go, I need to see what's trending so I know what to write. Why? 
you don't know what the algorithm looks like. Guys, Medium's algorithm, I use Medium as a gamble because I'm there. Medium's algorithm is proprietary. I have not seen it. No one to my knowledge has seen it outside of that company. You don't know what that algorithm's looking at. You know what the company tells you it's looking at, but it's probably not a simple two-factor algorithm. It's probably got a lot of things going for it. So you're just looking at metrics that are handed to you going, oh, okay, I'll do more of that. And I've done it. Look, I've done it. I've been on online writing platforms, written a story that went big and went, oh, I'll follow it up with another one like that. And it goes nowhere. Then I'll write another one. It goes big. And I'll be like, yeah, I'll follow up with another one like that. And two or three more like that come out and they go nowhere. And at the end, I'm kind of empty and hollow and pissed off because those aren't even the pieces I really wanted to be writing. It's not the work I wanted to be doing, but I got caught up because I prioritized metrics. And so appealing to the metric God became a thing because I was afraid, there's the key word, because I was afraid that if I'm not doing the metrics, then I'm missing out on that sweet, sweet green, that sweet, sweet half a cent for writing online that you get paid. If I look at the, if I look at the metrics secretly, it'll tell me how to get 10 cents instead of half a cent. And that is exponential growth. I'm a million Xing my business. It's amazing. I'm an entrepreneur writer. Like, you know, that's that's where we go. The funny part is, you can still be an entrepreneur writer. You can be a writer who treats your writing as a business, right? But businesses are based on the thing you can do, okay? Let me give you an example. If you go to a tire shop to get a tire on your car changed, and they have great branding and amazing shit, but they only change one tire a day. Are you fucking going there? Because I'm not. I'm going to the tire shop that has less effective branding, but gets tires banged out in minutes and the work is good. That's an appropriate comparison for writers digging into their metrics and their personal brand all the time. They are tire shops that are not changing tires. It's what they're doing. Oh, I'm, you know, well, you know, it's tire, it's tire shop. But you know, we change like a tire a day, maybe two, depending. We only change the tires that are popular to change that day. We never really try to do anything. You know, it's what we do. Tire shops are built first on being able to change tires. Then they brand. Writers, personal opinion, should be building a body of work. Then worry about a brand. Building your brand before building a body of work is sort of like giving, is sort of like, you know, asking the guy or girl you just met at the bar what they'd like for breakfast because you assume they're going home and hopping into bed with you. That's a done deal. Breakfast orders are important. Might find out that doesn't work real well. You see what I'm saying? Like, we, we get scared. We're scared we're not going to earn the money. We're scared we're not going to get the metrics we want. We're scared our audience isn't going to grow. We're scared. Fundamentally, writers don't prioritize writing. And when they don't prioritize writing, not all of you, some of you are great at it. But when writers don't prioritize writing, me included, do you know why we're not doing it? Because we're afraid we're going to fail. We are deep down afraid we are going to fail. And that fear of failure keeps us trying to find endless answers to success before we even get started. So we, and I say we, because I've done this shit. This isn't, this is confessions of a working writer. This isn't working writer comes down from the mountain and delivers you the success manual. This is me telling you I'm not that different from you. Right? I've done this. I've poured over countless how to be successful writings. I've, I've listened to countless podcasts on it. I've watched videos. I've seen all the big influencers and listened to all their piped out bullshit. 
like a Little Caesars hot and ready pizza. It's there. It's tempting. You're like, oh, it's it's hot and it's ready. And you know that that thing is like honestly one of the four worst things you could eat, including horse excrement. But you're you're thinking about it, right? I've been there. I've gotten caught up because if I can find enough of the success information, if I can read enough success literature, if I watch the right motivational videos, if my brand is on point, if everything's good, then whatever I write will be brilliant and it'll be set up for success because marketing a book is a huge part of it. And that's not wrong. Marketing a book is a huge part of it. When you have a fucking book, marketing the book before you've written the damn thing doesn't matter. Right? What are you, Tesla? Hey, buy your electric truck. It'll be ready in 2022, 23, 24, 25, by 2030. Right? Look, I don't even know how Tesla pulls it off in terms of the business market, except that their hype has just grown to such a level that people have to have it. It's a status symbol. I have no idea how they pull that model off. But writers can't afford to do that. Like I see this, all, you, we've all done it. We've all put that tweet out, like, I'm working on my character. Here's my work in progress. Book coming soon in 2023. Stop. Book's not written yet. Book's not coming anywhere until book's written and edited and revised a couple times and ready to go. Like, I know guys who are novelists. I know guys who have published, traditionally published novelists, and even these guys who might churn out a book every 18 to 20 months. There's a few revisions going into that book. It's a lot of work. That's why they spend all their time working on it so they can get it to the publisher. We are afraid of failing. Fear of failure is what keeps us from prioritizing shit because you don't want to do the difficult thing you might screw up if you can avoid it, you know? I liken this to dentist appointments, right? Like if you have a, I had a dentist appointment last week. If you have one, are you super excited to go? I wasn't. I had planned my dentist appointment. I needed to run by the store and I had planned to run by the store because I didn't need to get anything perishable or anything. Just, you know, like house odds and ends. I was going to go by the store, get my little odds and ends and then go to the dentist. It was going to be great. I don't like going to the dentist. I don't think a lot of people do. I don't like going to the dentist enough that I almost ran late and didn't make it to the store beforehand because I did want to go to the dentist. I got to the dentist on time. I went through it. I went to the store afterwards. But that's the point, right? The plan had prioritized, oh, I'll hit the store and then go to the dentist and then come home because it'll be easier. The reality is the dentist was such a thing I didn't want to do. I had put the store in front of it and it really didn't matter. It was just a way of delaying my departure to the dentist. We don't prioritize ourselves because we're afraid that we'll miss something else, right? When we talk about things, you see this a lot with workaholics, right? They work, 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 and they let themselves go to shit. And it's because they're afraid if they stop working, if they stop giving their all to their job, if it becomes about anything other than work, they're afraid they'll slip and they'll lose their job. Writers are afraid if they're not figuring out and learning all the success shit before they write their novel, then their original novel will, will die. Or their, That's why they don't write short stories. I literally talked to a writer said, you know, you're working on a novel, but you're writing a lot of short stories. I said, well, they let me experiment and play with some techniques and give me something else to put out there and get published before the novel. They're easier to work on. I'm actually having a lot of fun with them right now. And uh, they went, yeah, but it's not your novel. And I went, well, have you ever written a short story? No, I'm going straight to the novel. That, to me, seems weird. We've never written a short story, but we're going straight to a novel. That's big. That's like I've never thrown a punch, but I'm ready to fight the UFC heavyweight champion. Let's go. I think I can do this on natural ability. 
right? I know this is kind of ranty, but that the priorities are a big thing. Now that I'm back from this trip, this morning has been a little bit of a shit show, but it's been a shit show because I've been trying to prioritize stuff. So instead of sitting down and looking at metrics, I went on a walk, you know, so that my brain can have time to kind of start up. Now I'm recording this podcast because this is a priority on the day. You know, if I don't get this recorded early, then I have to deal with a lot of other distractions throughout the day. So I try to bang it out on Monday early for a Thursday release. That's how it's prioritized. Okay, cool. I have other priorities throughout the day. And it's been difficult, but I'm telling you, because I'm staying focused on just what my priorities are, and these are the things I need to get done, and there's shit that needs to get done tomorrow, but that's stuff for tomorrow. That's not a priority today. It helps. Well, but what if you miss this, or what if this happens, or what if that happens? Then I will jump off of that bridge when I come to it. Right? We don't prioritize things because we're afraid. We are afraid that our priorities are less valid. So writers prioritize making money over writing something they enjoy. I did it too. For years I did it. Until I hit like 42 and there had been a pandemic for a couple years and I'd gotten it in the initial run of the illness and I got really, really sick and really worried and started thinking more about life and realized that whatever I'm writing, I better enjoy writing it because there's no guarantee that shit's getting published because I could die at any minute. Think about that for a minute. All that effort into a personal brand, all that effort into marketing, and you could drop dead tomorrow before you sell shit. So I genuinely hope building that personal brand is what you wanted to do and that looking at your metrics is what you wanted to do because if that's the last thing you're going to do on earth, that's the last thing you're going to do on earth. And I hope it was fun. We got to get back to building, to setting priorities, right? We gotta get back to letting ourselves have that quiet time in the morning, to putting pen to paper, to writing stuff. I don't think I'm the only person in the world who thinks that the state of online writing platforms like Medium is at best a, a, a shit show circus. Like, that's what it is. Some stuff is really great. Like, I stay on Medium because I will not lie. There are some Medium writers that are awesome. Some of them are highly skilled and write about really awesome stuff. Some of them are not as highly evolved. They are newer, younger writers, but they come out with such an authenticity and such a, like, veracity to do something that they will impress you. It's the same reason I used to go to poetry open mics. Sometimes you see a poet at a poetry open mic and you're like, damn, that's amazing. That stuff happens, right? Those things happen. And it's interesting, and it's, it's weird when that stuff goes down. It's, it's weird when those things happen. It's weird when we're in that place, but we're in that place. You know, we're in that place where instead of worrying about other people, telling us what our priorities need to do. Instead of accepting the societal norm for priorities, maybe we should make our own. Right? Maybe we should make our own. I got looked at funny the other day for going into a grocery store in a mask. And I was just like, well, I don't trust you, motherfucker. So I'm wearing a mask. I don't care. My priority is taking care of me and my partner. It's not appealing to your, like, weird sense of aesthetic freedom. I don't give a shit. I'm the one wearing the mask. doesn't bother me. You see what I'm saying? Set your priorities. What does that mean if you're a writer? That means write things. It means do things do things first that make you a better writer. Not that give you a better business of writing. Not that are designed to maximize your earnings. Worry about the craft. The words on the page are the craft. That is the shit that you actually do. 
The metrics and the money is another side of it. You know, I'll tell you another business story. This is one I actually tell my clients when I consult on business projects. I lived in Columbia, Missouri for a long time, and there was a mechanic shop there that literally was like the oldest busted up looking garage on the outside ever. It did. It had an old kind of wooden like screen door to go into the waiting room that had like six fans. So there was some air circulation in it. You didn't want to stay there. Like if you dropped your car, if you dropped your car off and you went somewhere else and they called you. But if you went into the garage, the garage was immaculate. The tools were immaculately clean. For such an old building, the garage space itself was immaculate. And the work they did was incredible. The branding was like Bill's Mechanics Shop. I don't need, I mean, this was before a lot of businesses had a website. Like they were definitely still, they might still be advertising in the yellow pages. They didn't have sleek branding. They didn't have TV ads. People just knew about Bill's because Bill's was the best mechanic shop you could go to. It was incredible, and people went. If you're a writer and you write incredible shit, people will show up. Brand will happen. Money will happen. You will have to work to get it out there. You will have to work to market stuff. But if you prioritize writing really incredible shit, I have a feeling that your odds of success are better. I think I joked last time. I don't know if I did for sure. I might have. I might have joked about Devil in Ohio. My partner, Marianne, and I were watching Devil in Ohio on Netflix, and it is bad. It is hot hot, sour, served up in a dirty tumbler garbage juice. It is terrible. But it sold. And it sold the Netflix. So yeah, there was some money made, but I guarantee you I will never read or watch anything else from that writer. It was that bad. I remember after-school specials in the 80s that were more compelling. That's that's the point, right? You can sell shit. You can prioritize all this stuff, but your priorities are going to impact your long-term anyway. So as I wrap this up, because I've gone on probably way too long ranting about this, Matt, how do I set priorities? If you're a writer, prioritize your writing. Prioritize things that are going to make you a better writer. Prioritize giving your mind time to think. Prioritize journaling. Prioritize editing. Prioritize things that are actually teaching you about craft and process, not just promising how to market your book. Like, learn how to write. Learn how to edit. Make sure you're really good at those. Make those your priority before you learn how to market your book. Make sure that when you get a book out there, it's something worth getting out there. It it ups your odds. It doesn't guarantee you success, but it definitely stacks the deck a little bit more in your favor. Right? If you're a human being, prioritize things that make you happy. I mean, if you're a writer, prioritize shit that makes you happy too, right? I don't want to write young adult fiction. Oh, it's a huge market. I have no desire to write it. So I don't write it. I don't care how big the market is. I don't write it. I don't want to write it. Ta-da! I'm happier for it. Oh, but you're missing out on that money. It's cool. I got other ways to make money. You see what I'm saying? If you've got to eat, make money. Fine. Make some money. Find a way to make money. Well, I'm going to make money as a writer. Is that happening right now? Well, no, and it's really stressing me out. Then get a day job. And take the pressure off your writing. Hit those priorities to the point where everything can work well. Stop being afraid. Other people don't live your life. Other people don't live your life. Other people don't validate your life. There's nothing other people are providing you that's going to do what you need to do. That's going to do better than what you need to do for yourself. Set your priorities. Stop being afraid of them. If you're a writer, prioritize writing and your work. 
and tell every writing coach who a large number of whom are just personal branding coaches that got crowded out of the business market to pound sand and do your work. Learn, work, dig, struggle, dive deep. I'm a big Rocky Three guy, right? Get in there and do the Rocky Three training. Whatever metaphor you need, just set your priorities and do those. Because that's the secret. When you set your priorities, everything else is better. But the reason we don't is we're afraid. My confession to you is that I was afraid. The happy thing I get to tell you today is I've stopped being afraid and I've started setting priorities. Will I be afraid again in the future? Without a doubt. But hopefully I'll be able to keep trying to work through by setting priorities. My priorities, not medium's algorithm's priorities, not writing influencers' priorities, not what everyone else tells me my priorities should be. My priorities, because I'm the one that has to live my life. You have to live your life. It's one shot. It's not a dress rehearsal. We're not going to come to you at the end and be like, okay, cool, dress rehearsal's over. Let's do it for real now. No, it's for real. Do the best you can with your one shot. Make it something you're so happy about. I've written a couple short stories in the last two weeks, and if I get hit by a bus tomorrow, I'm so happy because I had so much fun writing them. I'm really excited to get them edited and out there. But even if that never happens, I'm so happy with what I produced and the process of doing it. You can do the same thing. Just stop being afraid and set your priorities. And stop treating life like it's a dress rehearsal that you're prepping for and the audience isn't here because the audience has been here since you were born. And with that, I'm Matt, just a working writer who's about to shut up because I've taken up way too much of your time. This has been my confession. Get out there, set your priorities, live life, happy writing. I will talk to y'all real soon. Thank mm-hmm. you.